Alright, so there's been loads of buzz online. 3D Fight Club, you saw last year, Becca Heggie, Danny Christie, it was madness, it went really viral, and now we've got a shitload of YouTubers fighting March 19th, plus other people fighting March 19th, Manchester, run by these guys. They're really hard to get a hold of and, and, and bogged down to do an interview, but we're here in, in Manchester outside of All Bar One. Sarah our tail praying it's not going to rain. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's only, it's only days away, Dougie and yeah. Dean, yeah. this, this uh, 3D Fight Club thing. What, what was the idea behind the whole thing? I mean, what motivates you guys? Um, well, from the beginning, I've always been into the fighting game. I've always wanted to do... It's just something that I've always had in my life. It's always been a trade. So, like, obviously, last year, come up, me and Dean, and I come very close. But I've always had the idea in my head. And I said to Dean, Christine or Firefly for me, I also said, said Dean, I've got like a little venture business in my head. And yeah. obviously, you sat there, you're drinking, people don't take you too serious. And it's like, yeah, but when I think of something, it plots on me, and then I make it happen. And I want to do whatever I touch on as a gold. Well, hopefully, I don't know. Well, maybe platinum. But uh, I did say, I said to Dean, I said, uh, I'm going to take on a little adventure of mine. And obviously, Dean believed in me. Yeah, and obviously talked about it. And then obviously, I had me other fight at the beginning of the year. And afterwards, and obviously, there's other people asking about stuff. I said, listen, a couple of months on the line. No one believed it. They never didn't believed believe And I said to Dean, I said, do you believe in it? I said, well, we'll see you now. I said, I'll take you with me. Cousins. 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 Known each other all our life, yeah. Mm -hmm. So anyways, um, Sean, that's, that's exactly how it started. And then we put things into motion. And then as this year gone on, obviously we had a few things that were targets that we needed to hit. And we've hit every one of them so far. Brilliant. And we're days away and the links are all in the description box below this video if you do want to come and join this event. And people can watch it live as well, can they? Of course they? can, yeah. Pay yeah. review, yeah. Bull, Bulldog Broadcast. It's on um, the free www.3dfightclub.co.uk. Click on there, scroll down, and you go on 9.99. You see we've got members as well at the same time. Which there's always you always kind of you've got to put yourself energy into something you enjoy doing. To this, it's not that we enjoy doing it; it's something that we've done all our lives. Do you it understand what I mean? So it just comes natural. So you know, say, at the same time, there's no better people to put the fight game together that know the fight game that's been involved in it at the deep end, the shallow end. Do you understand what I mean? So yeah. that's kind of the, the way it is. He knows the fight game. I know the fight game. So we just well, he said when we put it to people, they thought it was do lala. <laughs> we said we said, no because we said if we're going to sell out, we're going to make it be the biggest promotion. Of British bare knuckle boxing, we're going to build. People are lucky, feel like that, yeah, yeah whatever. But I also said, listen, people can laugh, yeah, and they can assume whatever they want. We've come into this BKB, and look at what anyone says, yeah, like a rag and ball, like a steam train, and we've hit every wall on the way through, and now we've made a statement, and it's not even happened yet. This is the biggest talked about BKB promotions around Manchester South because you haven't experienced anything like this. So when I do something, I like to do something big, all or nothing, try it, doesn't work, or there's something else, but I know this is going to work. And for those out there listening, don't think we're not aware of the other organisations that's tried to sabotage us. We know exactly who you are, and we are going to come for you head on at a later date. Just let me get that clear, because we've had other organisations... The information's leaked through the bag. ...leaked out, trying to sabotage the show, saying it was a scam. Saying that, saying that with blags, they're saying in the events not happening. They're saying that obviously it's a fake. It's it's a fake scam, yeah. It was everything. We've proved they got the council, wrong. They got the council there to try and shut us down. Mm. The, police. the police, everything, and everything that happened. We, yeah, we, we just dealt with it. Them. Listen, God, that was because it's all legit, all through our legal team, and everything that they wanted, every question, everything they wanted answered, got done. Every box is ticked. Is it people like calling the cops up and trying to, you know, yeah, well that'd be, and it'd be uh, other people that feel threatened 
that could be in the same game, not letting anything out of the bag. No, but no, you know, no. they know who they are. But yeah. you know what I've done now? We actually yeah. sit there and sit down and drink tea every other day with our legal team. We have them on board with us pretty much all the time. So we're not fools. Yeah. This is the underestimated as we, you know, we have had this with other stuff we've done yeah. previously to this. Do you understand what I mean? What they've done is underestimate, underestimated our mentality and thought, well, these are just like trap the street kids who just grew up there with no brains. Well, I'm not being funny, we're having no brains. Look where we've got our platform and we're not even, we're not even put the show on yet. We're the biggest yeah. platform out there. Exactly, everyone, <laughs> you know everyone's is, so. talking about it. Yeah. Definitely. Now, Jen and I are like new to a lot of this stuff. And yes. Jen was like asking what's a fair play man and all this yeah. kind of thing. It's like a different language, isn't it? Almost. I imagine many of the viewers are like wondering as well, like this yeah. terminology <laughs> what it all means. A fair play man is a fair play man as in, um, say for instance, a referee. If, uh, well, it's a referee basically, but it's a man that's well respected. Yeah. Are we still good to go there? Yeah, yeah you're fine, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's a man that's well respected, his word's good enough because there's a lot of people out there, there's a lot of snakes. Yeah, people can't trust people. So when you've got a reputation of being trusted and your word's good enough and that people's going to be safe, they're going to come to you. So, for instance, so, yeah, should we get her in a headlock and put her over? <laughs> yeah. And, um, <laughs> no, so anyways, sorry. Yeah, so a fair play, man, basically. Someone rang me up and said, look, will you show me fair play against this person? He wants to fight him and he wants you to step in. So basically, I'd step in, give a location, I'd be in charge of him, so he's my full responsibility. Now. So that nothing can happen to him. Yeah, it's all down to me. So when it goes on, the other fight, like you see the fight with Danny Christie and Jackie Heggie, whatever you yeah. Anyways, and it went to a stage where his head got split open. And then it came to it, they both gave as good as they got, and then he got a bit more than he bargained for. Do you know what I mean? His head was in a bad way. If that would have carried on, he could have killed himself, he could have went blind. Anything could have happened because it was an open wound straight to the skull. Yeah. And I seen it and I closed it myself. So I said, boys, I said, look, call it a draw and that's it, you both had a good fight. That was me stepping in, being the man basically for both of the safety. Made the shake hands and then call it a day. So they can go home safe to the family. So that's what a fight and fair play man does. See, I've never heard of one before. I, I, yeah, I've obviously it's well, a foul play man. That's <laughs> when, when it's fair safe. Play. Yeah, but obviously foul. foul play. Yeah, that's what your man's there for. Yeah. So basically, if someone's done something now, if I give my word and I'm having a fight and this other person, the other referee or somebody else intervened with that guy that I've shown fair play for, then that's down to me to deal with it. That's how it works. Is it quite common to have to deal with them? Sometimes, yeah. Well, it happens. So that's why, you know, it all happens. But we need, that's why we need to be all well secured, location, one fair player man, one fighter, cameraman, do you know what I mean, on both sides, so it can't get out of hand. Once you start bringing the crowds, things get messy. Yeah. People think that the, the, the camera for the fights for views, it's not, it's to show the other parties when they go on that they got the best of the fair play. Yeah. So no one can say, oh, you are hard done by, do you know what I mean? So the traveller families normally, because of fair play man's traveller dispute. I never knew people could earn money off the views. Do you know all the years, since 2010, I'm looking, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm looking since 2010, they've been using my name, yeah? Oh, you fight, monetized. 200,000, 300,000, this, that, the other, I said, so I said, I'll tell you what, I'm all over the internet, mate. Everyone's <laughs> back and forth, yeah? And I'm, they're, they're monetising my name all over it. How long have you been doing it for, though? Fighting? No, on YouTube. Well, we can start with fighting. Oh, right, YouTube. I've been on there probably since about 2010, I'd say. Probably about two times. But all for the right reasons and the wrong reasons. Yeah. Yeah, Fighting, online. getting involved in brawls, pub fights, street fights, um, all kind of things. Every time I've done something because our name was that big, me and my brother up and down around Manchester, uh, everything always hit the newspapers because when we do something, we've done something proper. We didn't go in, we went all the way. And then obviously, it's just our word against theirs. Yeah. But as for the camera, it was all self defence and, you know, all the How did your name start getting big in Manchester? I don't know, just uh, with young up and coming 
so it's also disputes. achievers just getting in the ring, fighting, training, getting bigger, wanting the money, tasting the good life, and then me and my brothers get to taste it. It's like a, like a vampire, I want to taste bloody once more. Mm. Yeah, and we're getting a taste of the good life. I've always liked the good life, designer stuff. And I'm thinking he's got that. Well, I want that. Not jealous of the person because I've always, you know I mean, respect the people. I'm thinking if he's got that, I, can, I want that. I can do better. And then when I'm there, then I know I can keep going. And that's the way I've always been motivated by other people. We were wondering because we were watching your interview with Christian KRNTV. Shout out to Christian. You were talking a lot of smack about a guy you were about to fight on that yes. interview. And uh, we were wondering what, what happened with that fight. Yeah, we, did, did you win? No, it was a fight. Well, to be honest with you, the fight was, it was too big of a ground. Yeah, I got picked. It should have happened in the big ground. It should have happened in a small little place, to be honest with you. Then the fight would have happened and finished it a lot sooner. But um, that fight was just too much. Do you know what I mean? There was a lot on the line. Um, I had everything to lose, he had everything to gain, but the thing is, you get challenged, you get challenged, don't you? you get out and fight. And the thing is, I'll always fight for my name, I fight for my family, and don't have a fuck for no man. And that's the way I'll always be all my life. So, it was just one of them fights, it's just live and learn, people can criticise, people can say this, that, and the other. Put me in the 12-foot ring with any man, and then you see a different fight. But anyone can talk is cheap. No, is that not too much? What, them talking? Yeah. I think we're alright because we're close to it. I was just checking. Yeah, yeah. So when, when does this tradition... sure you don't want to get in a headlock? <laughs> <laughs> when, when does this tradition start then for you guys? Jesus, I've, I've been born into it all my life and it's been going on for generations. Grandfathers, great grandfathers. Yeah, yeah. since I could walk I was fighting. Always with my brothers, this, that, me, I've always been protected over them. And then um, just obviously growing up on the sides, fighting with the other fellows, over travelling boys. And just, just you've got to be learning, you've got to be tough. If you're not tough, it's not, you yeah, get walked over. It's not something we're born into, do you know what I mean? Yeah, you've got to be From tough. From our grandfathers to great-grandfathers all the way back, you to all the way back. We go far back to the 1800s doing this. And can you guys remember your first ever fight? <laughs> we were too young. Um, <laughs> I can remember my fight, yeah. Yeah? First fight I had on the camp, definitely. What was that? It was in Leeds, I'm not going to mention his name. Um, I'm going back some years ago now. I must have been about six, seven. Yeah, but I can remember the fight. The fellow was a bully. Um, and my mother's brother, my Uncle Tom. Yeah, and this is a true story. My Uncle Tom will tell you the same story when he listens to this. Um, there was a bully on the camp, whatever he was doing anyways. But me, I'm just being wild, we're not none around the camp as you do with all the other young fellas. And um, my uncle come over to me. He said, Duke, Dougie, come here. Yeah, because there was always game. I was just one of them wiry kids, you know what I mean? I just didn't give a shit. I was just, yeah, okay, no problem. My uncle told me to do this, my auntie told me to do that, my brother told me this, my father. Yeah, no problem, I'd never back down from a fight. So then, it must have been it was like it was already arranged. So this was in Leeds, yeah, like a down a dead end road, or like a little, wherever this place was. My uncle didn't know where it was anyway, my father, and then it was all in one big camp. So anyways, I got brought over, but it's like everyone was already waiting, because this bully was already waiting there to fight me. Yeah, he'll know exactly who he is as well. So my uncle said, you're fighting him, get in there and give it to him. I said, no problem. Yeah, my father just stood there smoking a fire. Can I remember? Like, I've got a good memory for a child. And he's there standing there, all biting his lip and this, whatever. Got over straight and stuck into him. Dropped him. Yeah. Got back up again, dropped him again. Yeah. Punched him, yeah, from one end to the other end. And that was it. And then finished my fight. And then um, he went crying and ran to his mother to a trailer in the corner. And his mother bet him with a brush. <laughs> he, went, uh, he went in, yeah, yeah, big, dirty, this, that, the other, yeah. And he was 12 years of age, 11, 12 years of age, a big boy to me. Yeah. And I punched him from one pillar post to the other. And uh, he got bit to the, <laughs> to the brush, kicked back out, and he said, no, no, I don't want to fight. So I said, is that it then? And that was it, and Milka just started laughing. And out about my business, carried on walking, went back on playing. Only a child. But that was my first fight, I remember that, yeah. Have you got any stories like that, Dean? <laughs> <laughs> of course he has.
Oh, listen, listen. I've, I think every day through primary school, man, I was in, I was in a scrap. Every time I come home from school, I was in a scrap. I can't remember the first one because I had that many. Do you know what I mean? I think the first one was with my brother. Probably, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can you but remember? No, the same. I remember. I remember. To be fair, I remember getting into my first scrap when I was younger. When we moved into, a, moved into an area, after it was at the time North Manchester. And I remember coming in when I had a little mouse under the eye like you do. I remember my mum got the. Uh, with the aerial wires and it was a brown thick wire. <laughs> I remember coming in, man, saying I've been beat, man. <coughs> I got some tops all around the house and got sent straight back out the door. <laughs> and I remember yeah. coming, I remember when I was out there, man. Come through a tough background, that's what makes us yeah, tough, that's what makes us good. Yeah, of course. Yeah. You're not allowed to cry when you're definitely. If you're in pain, you better get out there and do your job. I remember seeing my dad come walking down the road, so I swear a lot to enough, like, I need to run and pretend I've, I've had a comeback, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I've only ended up running head on to the guy I'm fighting with, so now we're both going for it. <laughs> but I had to get the better of him because my dad was there, uh, because if I didn't get the better of him, I was getting, I was getting beat twice. Oh, sure. But that was the. Uh, that's just the way that we was raised, and I wouldn't change a day of it. Do you know what I mean? It makes us the men we are. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, we, you know, you get, we get beat. We couldn't go back home. If we did, we, we got stink. It's yeah. just the way it is. It's no. Remember the first time you got seriously hurt in a fight? I've never really been seriously. I've already been, I've already been able to hold my own. Obviously, I had a few bangs, but what we call serious, what someone else calls serious, hurt, I wouldn't call seriously. Would you? Well, I've had a few yeah, rough had fights. Had a few rough fights, yeah. but nothing. Bro broken bones and stuff. No, I had a good long fight, yeah, rough fight. Both our face was like butcher's block, yeah, with uh, Peter Fiori. Yeah. Peter Fiori? Yeah, good mate of mine. Um, still to this day a very, very good friend of mine. Five absolute gentlemen, full family, lovely people. And uh, that's how we ended up here. Uh, it was all like, it was all shit talk for what happened, how it happened. But anyway, I'll get past all that. We had a good fight, we was fighting for about two hours and 11 minutes. Two hours? So, yeah, Tyson Fiori refereed him. He was the referee. Oh, I've never really talked. Tyson Fury referee. He refereed the fight, yeah. Holy shit. But I've never really talked about this uh, fight to anybody. Uh, people, all of us know about it anyway. Yeah. And um, we punched each other's face in. It was a good fight. Yeah, because yeah. I wouldn't give in. I'd rather die. Yeah. And he was exactly the same. <laughs> Two hours yeah. later. And uh, his father made a shake hands. And that day, Peter put his hand out, shake hands. And that was it. I just wouldn't give in until that's what that's the way it was. And Tyson showed fair play. He was fighting in John Fury's yard. Me as a young fella, once now, didn't give a shit. Um, and went into the lines then. All the family, all everything, all went all back up, nobody, just middle of the river. And a uh, fellow called Willie Collins and his brother in law. Just went in, that was it, stood there fighting. I thought, I'm going to die today because I'm not giving in to you, and that was it. We seen each other six years afterwards, and uh, that was it. Walked out, he was stood there, he was missing the shop, mine was outside, and that was it. Walked over, shook hands. How are you doing, Peter? That was it. That's the kind of person I don't hold no bad thoughts or bad feelings, animosity, and we ended up becoming best mates from there. And ever since then, best years. Met the family, lovely people, father an absolute gentleman, his brother Joe got all crack, do you know what I mean? Just uh, lovely people. <laughs> it shows you though, moments that you get into where you can lose your life between each yeah. other, give yourself bad brain damage, mm. yeah, and then become best mates. That's how I earn my respect with them. Yeah, it's like in prison. So you're the first one now, Sean, to get that story. It's like, I haven't told you the full story. Exclusive. Yeah, it's that's safe. exclusive, isn't it? Exclusive. <laughs> so that's when she said that about damage and fights. It's yeah. like in prison, you see people, they hate each other and then they have a fight and the beef squash and they're having a smoke afterwards. Of course together. it is, because yeah. you, 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 you earn, obviously you taste each other's blood, don't you? Yeah. And um, that's how you earn each other's respect. So what do you guys get from the fight? Itself? It's just it brilliant. psychological? It's, it's, like it's just brilliant. It's like too, yeah, it's too much pride in your body. It's just... You gotta remember, you take oh. it way back there. You know, it's if we back out of a fight, 
it's not us that lose it, it's the whole family that we're attached to, the whole family and the whole family respects. So if we don't come up, then other members of the family are going to look down on us because they have to come up. And then that's how it kind of works, so we, get, we still hold that pride and respect, and we'd rather have pride and respect the money. Do you understand what I mean? It goes more in our community, so the way we look at it is if, you know, if, it's, if, if we don't take the fight, then there's no point coming out of your house the next day. It's like wherever you live, there's no point. We just we've got the plague. It's done. Yeah. You know I mean, it's all about when I, when I lose. Yeah, always get yourself out there. But get the Tigers have to lose. Rather die. But the thing is, never ever yeah, let anyone try to run over you. Try and bully never. you because then that's it. You're showing a weakness. I rather die. Any man who wants to put it on me, he's having it there and then on the spot. There and then on the spot, and he's having it. He'd be the sorriest man you ever worked with. Done it was. I am. I'm there to stay. I ain't going nowhere. You better put me away. So it's just one of them, I'd rather shake someone's hand and they say, look, carry on with your everyday life. Do you know what I mean? Let me carry on with mine. But when someone's on your case, it's got to be dealt with. Yeah. Would you say versus all the knife crime we see now, this is like a gentlemanly way to squash beef? Of course it is. Yeah. And half of them out there has got no balls, but you know what it is? If they just put down the knives, put down the guns, yeah, and had a little tear up for a couple of seconds, a couple of minutes, then how long it ever goes on with, it's all squashed, it's done. You know, you can stop and then they'll come meet again. You can stop right? a 20 year exactly. feud with a five minute bang. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? That's but it, because then you've give from each side a little something back. He's fought for his side, he's fought for his side, that's it. Now, is everything going to be put to bed? He's fighting for his name, he's fighting for his name. That's it, it's done then. You both agree about Do yeah. you fight with the reps on or without? Sometimes bare knuckle or just the reps. Have you ever known someone to put a razor blade in the wrap? Oh, no, I don't have our wraps. Get checked. Our wraps everything gets checked, get and checked. obviously, when we get our wraps on, it's in front of the referees, so you can't just go and do it and then turn up with your wraps on. That's what your fair play man's for. If you turn up with your wraps on, he's going to check your hands. That's yep. what your fair play man does. And if you have your full wraps. And if your wraps, if your wraps have been sampled with, there's no fight, the fair play man's going to cop you on the spot. Mm. And everyone will turn on you. Oh. So your wraps, if your wraps, that's if you try anything sneaky. Have you seen that happen before? No, no it's no. very, very unlikely. No one's going to take that and chance. And if, someone, oh, really? if no that does gone. happen, then it's a bad fair play man. And um, he deserves a beat just like him for not checking his hands. Because he does. Because he yeah, because yeah. He's, he's letting another man probably be blinded or badly, badly hurt if not killed. Yeah. Right. Have you seen people escalate it to the level of knives? Of course I have. Yeah, I've seen fair play where it gets out of hand and then he's getting a rap of a machete, he's getting another rap and this, that, and the other, and just turns into a bloodbath. Of course so. Happens, it does, it does happen. And do the cops try and sabotage these fights? Well, the cops, listen, they stand back. Do you think they're going to get hurt for a trouble? They let them do the damage and then arrest them afterwards when they're all crooked in the hospital. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, because they got the easy word that they're, they're not going to put their life at risk, are they, when they're like a pack of animals killing each other? No. Well, I won't blame them either. So where do you find the events for these things? You don't, it just comes out. They'll be out, they'll probably like, could be out now having a drink now. Yeah. And then a little stupid argument breaks out because he said something about his family and this, that and the other. And then the fighting in the morning. We just drive around and find a piece of, piece of yard and we'll just... Yeah, take it for that. Happen, yeah. Just let it happen. Yeah. By the time, if the shades do want to come and sabotage it, they don't because we found it 10 minutes before. If anyone phones the shades by the time they get it, the fight's done. The car park's <coughs> empty, we're yeah. done. And that's, wow. that's how it's always been done. If it's not in someone's yard, we just find a plot of land that morning. But the fight's there, then that's it. They turn up, and then that's pretty much it. So I understand the reputation thing and the gentlemanly thing, squashing the beefs. But what about the adrenaline when you're in the, oh, doing the fight adrenaline. and the, the, the natural high? There's no better feeling than getting banged in the face. <laughs> once, you the, once, you the, once you get the first bang out of the way, that's, that's it, you're it, in. Man. It's game on. Yeah. They're thinking, they're testing who's going to get a rap in this. Once you get the first bang, it's not even that bad. It's, yeah. it's, 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 just feels, it's as good as a warm like whiskey, I'm telling yeah. you, when you yeah. just start warming up. And I see you think, oh, now you're getting one back. So after that first one, it's the adrenaline so high, you're not feeling it. It wakes you up, yeah. Like a painkiller. You think, that's it now, you're going to taste one back. 
the other game. Yeah. So what's your diet like leading up to the finals? Harley Hannigan. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Who are all these people there? They're all right, listen, I'm a man of luxury. You know what it is? Routine. I'm not, not going to sit here, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I blow smoke up on your As long as you're... I'm on a fit diet and I go like this, look at me, yes. As long as you're training. But the thing is, I'll eat a pizza, I'll eat a kebab, I'll eat this, that, and your But... When I am training for a fight, I will try and calm it down a bit, but I you love my food. I'm like a fat kid that loves cake. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You know I, mean? I get as a nice bit of Domino's, a nice curry and that, but you've got to slow it down a little bit. You can't do it. Like, the only thing I'll slow down is because I'm an animal for sweets. Oh, oh, as long as you're training, though, it doesn't really matter what you eat. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? As long as you're training, you... As long as you're training, yeah, yeah but I've got yeah, a fa- fast metabolism. Yeah. So yeah. you can literally eat anything for That's why even now, like, like as I'm yeah, getting older, I'm telling you, I'm in, I'm getting better shape in my life. I'm in the best shape of my life now. How old are you now? 33 now. Very great, same age. Yeah. So, and what about yourself, Jim? I'm 38. 30. Oh, yeah, you did just say. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, you're 33 yourself, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Good number. Yeah, good age. Hope it doesn't yeah. stay as that. Yeah, <laughs> funny are. Where do you guys train at, then? Train, we train all around. We've got our own gym, but we go like multiple gyms. We don't stay in the one gym. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We like to mix it up. You get to well, stick the same routine, yeah. yeah, same routine, different. It's where the sparring is, where there's, you know, if there's a gym kicking it that week and it's got some good lads. We have our own private training, like me and Dean. What we'll do here for a bit of sport, yeah, like king of the ring, yeah. yeah. Well, obviously not like testing each other, because I like to test him. I like to talk about the life of him. Yeah, yeah and keep it safe. Come on, boy, that's it. Yeah, but what we'll do? We'll have, a, we'll have a team, <laughs> and then I'll push him. Like what happens to me? I'll stay in the ring, me for uh, say about 45 minutes or an hour. Yeah, and then let them come in one minute in, two minutes when they're training for a fight. So, like, same. they're all having a little two minutes in and break, and then I'm doing the same now with Dean. Yeah. So, Dean's got a taste of it, and it just comes natural. It's just it's good training, it's good training because you're testing your own self. But this is stuff that we've done all our lives, it's not yeah. something that's just come over, over, over time, do you know what I mean? It's the stammer as well, because I took Jen uh, to the gym last week, oh, <laughs> and she was kicking and punching for the first she, time in the right, back. Well, you know, have you heard of a class called Blaze? Blaze, <laughs> It's like circuits. Did you get blazed? See, we've got to remember, though, a lot of bare knuckle fights, there's no rounds. Yeah. You know, so we go last man standing when we have bare knuckle fights, so our training's more intense than what a boxer's going to train for, because our fights can last, he fought two, like said, two and a half hours. Have you got the stamina for that kind of man? We fight last man standing, do you know what I mean? There's no rounds for us, we don't take a break. Do you know what, though? Even on my last fight, yeah, just I wasn't even blowing. I am one of them, yeah, it's just all in your brain, and when I train, I do make sure I'm super fit. Yeah. Being out of the way, I'm unfit. Just like if you let yourself go, it's hard to get it back. It takes too long to get it back. Yeah. You yeah. always keep yourself ticking over. Yeah. So what you're saying yeah. to Sean is he needs to get fucking his ass down the gym. I think he looks good, look. Well, <laughs> I lasted, Jen lasted 20 minutes. If his with body looks G. as fresh as his head, I lasted 10 minutes with Darren G. <laughs> Jen lasted 20 minutes with Darren G in the gym, didn't you? Oh yeah. You went his, twice as long I did as his me. Full workout. Thank yeah. you very much. So yeah, I'm not as bad, but I was. That was just cardio, really. Yeah. It wasn't really. It wasn't, no, wait, so You'll have to come down to the session for the gym. Really? Oh, we'd love to, oh, yeah. love to do that and film it. Yeah, yeah. 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 that would be brilliant. Yeah. 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 I'm training for the fight anyway, so... Listen, yeah. even the build-up like for the fight with him with Decker and that, come down and obviously you can join in and do a bit. Oh, wicked, yeah, oh, I'd love to. It'd be good, obviously, for what you're doing anyway, yeah. So yeah. do you do a lot of sprinting, running, that kind Everything. of stuff as well? Go and have a look at the train that I do on my um, Instagram. Look at the hills that I do. Hills? Yeah, listen, that's yeah. where the stamina comes from. Uphill, and I sprint up them steps. Yeah. When you can do ten laps of that there, listen, if you do one, yeah, off it, yeah. You'll know about it. You'll be crawling back up them steps. Yeah. It's about how many steps are About 600 steps? 400, it's 400 steps. That's five, four, six, or something like that there, yeah. How long does that take? Up, up, about five corners, but I'm telling you. We do, we do eight rounds, so what, yeah. it's eight rounds up the steps, and you've got about, is it a mile, quarter of a mile? Yeah, all round. the way around, and then start yeah, again. Round. So we do that eight times. <laughs> we don't go down, we start, we jog all the way around and start at the bottom, run up. Yeah. So there's no cheat. Yeah. If you want to get that over and over, you've got to get to the top of that hill. If not, you get left on there. Yeah, up and down the bottom, man. Yeah. You're rolling down the oh, Trust me, you'll have to try that, Jen. That is, <laughs> that is a horrible hill. What made you want to start your own gym? Oh, 
it's just, you know, it's just what we do is what we enjoy, just like we go out, do our business, do our work, and train. How long have you had the gym? We've had the gym now um, for about six months. Yeah. And is there a community built up around that? Yeah, 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 but, we have our, yeah but we have our, our own private, private obviously. Oh, it's the public, private? The public's not theirs, but we yeah. have our own private gym. I see. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to tell the viewers, like, who's fighting at 3D Fight Club? Yeah. Well, that's the man there. He takes care of all the fighters. Right, so we've got the likes of uh, so the YouTubers. We've got a, we've got a Paul Fine Trolls Astring. Fighting Trolls have been on the phone too recently. Listen, yeah. they've got some. Uh, they've got some mad kind of dispute between them, which is going to be a scream. Uh, we've got we've got a fighter coming from Ireland. Uh, silver Irish silver medalist. Awesome little fighter. He's fighting a uh, strong, strong opposition from Manchester actually. They reckon that the opposition has got all his combat sports, he's had about 400 on fights. The amateur we've got that's coming over the silver medalist has had nearly 300 fights. So we've got some serious fights, we've got a few few fighters from Scotland coming over. Um, the card goes on really, like we're saying, we can't really start listing names because we're going to be here all day, but the top, of the, can, the top of the build, the top of the bills are screen. We've got the lights here. Listen all day, you, um, we've got, we've got, I've got Mick Ord. You know he's been around for a while in BKB. We've got uh, Josh Courtney, um, Tom's and his brother. He's was signed with the BFBA. He had two, he's done two fights already. He's making his third fight for us on the card. We've got an offer on the table. They can't refuse. He's happy to work with us moving forward. Uh, the list goes on really, we've got the likes of... Um, Is Ben Hatchett in or out at this we've, moment? We've got Ben Hatchett, Ben Hatchett's come back into the, into the mix now against Bobby Kay, uh, a, a guy in Scotland that talks a good game you know, he's, he's, he's put himself all over the social media platform but can we just state that 3D Fight Club is bare knuckle boxing so people might laugh at the names we've got on the card but for one it brings the views in but for two you've got to give respect for every man because he wants to get in there and put in there We've got serious fights on there, we've got YouTuber fights on there, but that's what 3D Fight Club's about. If you've got a dispute, come to us, we're rectifying the right way, get in the ring and square it off. So it's not just about, you know, we're going to build our own stable of fighters at the same time. You know, you might have two guys that can't, can't swing a car around between them, but rather than run around and shoot each other on the streets, come to 3D Fight Club and we'll get it on the platform for you. Slug it out and get paid. Slug it out and get paid and shake hands and then leave it away after that. So who would you set Sean up with? <laughs> He's already refused. Has he? We yeah. got, we got called him out. We got to fight, but I said kickboxing. We got, we got yeah. told it was the other yeah. way yeah, around. But, yeah, but would you fight with 3D Fight Club? I fight. I'd kickbox him. No, but would you fight him bare knuckle? Oh, I'd rather kickbox. Yeah, but yeah. would you? What if? What if it was just bare knuckle? If it was bare knuckle, I'd have to give that some. I'd have to write. We got told it was well, the other way around. Now you're some serious yeah, training now, for that. Now, Sean, you called him out on that. I ain't fussing out. Listen, That's not So would you fight? On our show, 3D Fight Club. My preference would be kickboxing, though. On your. Would you accept or would you decline? What if we've done it gloved on our, on our show? Without do you know what? Even yeah. gloved, yeah. I, 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 I totally. do it gloved. Yeah. Would you do it gloved? Yeah. Yeah. We've been doing gloved yeah. yeah. on 3D yeah. Fight Club. So would you call yourself now on 3D Fight I've already Fight called him out, you won't call, do it. No, no, call him out. 3D now. Fight Club. <laughs> <Gloved. laughs> Come on. Hey, you, <laughs> you watching? Hey, if I'm going to call somebody out, yeah, I'll do it. So there you go, Sean. There's your chance now. Yeah. Step up to the plate, man. I called you out last year. You made a mockery of me. You said I wanted to karate kid you down and it was a joke. If it's such a joke, step up to the plate. Come and come and kickbox me. No, 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 boxing. boxing I'll come fight club. He's betraying him for boxing. It doesn't matter. And I'll tell you what I'll even do. If he accepts, I'll make me and Dean, I'll make you and main event. That'd be massive, wouldn't it? Well, there you go. Yeah. Massive. We're making and a main. You got your ass kicked. You got your ass kicked. No, but we'll do it gloved. We'll, no, we'll do it gloved. Yeah. It's not an issue. We'll do a glove fight. Yeah, we'll make the main event between both of you gloved. Gloved. Yeah, yeah. 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 That'd, yeah. Be, that'd be sweet. That'd be sweet. <laughs> yeah. Well, there you go. Accepts. That might. The whole podcast was started with him. Attacking me, you had Darren Gion to attack me. Yeah. You could, we could end this. 
at, at 3D Fight Club if you've got the balls to step up to the plate. It's gloved. It's only gloved. It's gloved. The event is gloved. It's to do a podcast with us and now he's challenging all Do you know what it is though? If it's, you can do it gloved, you That'd can do it ungloved. It's not an issue. We'll put a gloved event yeah, on it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But like you're saying, you've got Look to make up. Look at these typist hands. As Mike Tyson says, sign the contract, people. you got as long as, you, as long as you can guarantee that you leave it on the ring. Yeah. The yeah. night's done, it's left in the yeah, ring, yeah, and that's yeah. it. Well, you listen, listen, if he gets back to you, I'm sure he will get back to you with a reply. Uh, he's messaged me a few times, and listen, the man, I, I, listen, I don't get involved in all the yeah. tit for tat, and I think the man's a gentleman. Mm. Same as you, Sean, I bet you, same way. But if you want to get it out and slug it out on the 3D show, he's down to Jersey and get back at Therapeus. Yeah, How many events are you going to do a year? Three. Uh, no, three this year, four next year. Four next year, yeah. We've already gotten pencilled in pretty much. How much are the tickets are? What do they start at? £35 standard. standard. Uh, £65 VIP. VIP yeah. And we've got table prices vary from ringside. Just a standard table, obviously, for eight. Uh, well, nothing on, just a standard one, 500 Then VIP, drinks, mixers, everything for 10 people, ringside. I ran the table. So it's £100 fair. and yeah. Yeah. And then we've got the big booths, but. I'm greedy, I've took them all. Yeah, VIP. <laughs> <laughs> so all your family in there. And we've also yeah, got family, friends, there's celebrity members coming 200 down. 200 so capacity yeah. event, yeah. 200 yeah. capacity yeah. after party. Um, that wow. time that's coming out, back up his brother Josh. Yeah. You get the uh, VIP table, Ford. you get the... You get the I've been told, uh, Bad Boy Chiller crew, uh, Carlton Leach, a good friend of mine from Essex, the Essex boys, he was meant to be coming down. Okay. But um, obviously he's got family and friends coming down and standing for him. And uh, Daniel Westbrook apparently. There's all different people coming. I don't want to brag off too much, but yeah, yeah, yeah. there'll be a nice crowd there. Yeah, yeah. And then there's a big VIP party afterwards. Oh, man. 200 yeah. compa- 200 so why do you come down? If you want to come down, you'll, have to, listen, you'll, have, you'll be on the guest list. We can't come this one, but we'll come the next one. Well, if you're you fine on the yeah. next one, hopefully. Oh. <laughs> Mr. English sakes on that challenge. I don't see why not. He boxed on that last one, didn't he? Box that one. Yeah, he's been training all year, hasn't he? Oh, tell you what, you're going to get your trainer shoes on now, son. He's going to bring that Scotch power to your <laughs> so well, if you need a bit of Irish training, you know what I mean there, Sean? Yes. <laughs> so the other part of this interview is then we were going to discuss the, the upcoming documentary. Yeah. I'm going to have to get Tony Gooch on the phone, on speakerphone for this bit, aren't I? Yeah. But um, how did that come about while, while I get him on, if you want to tell the viewers how it came um, about? It all started when I was having a fight last year and then bits and bobs, got me to meet the boys, um, speaking to a few of them, and then they're just like, can we do this, can we do that? And then one person's wanting to make a movie, one's doing a documentary, so one thing at a time. Mm. And then that was it then, slowly but surely, started doing bits of recording, and then they were interested in wanting to do recording my life, how I live. Obviously, I haven't put too many things on there, because I could, really, we could uh, spill a lot more coffee. <laughs> but we like to keep it PG. Tony, yeah. we, um, we're, we're filming right now with Doggy, the, the camera's rolling, we've got you on speakerphone, we're making up for that live stream that got balls up the other night, so. So I'm, I'm here with Dean, Dougie and Jen. It's not live, but it is being recorded. We want to put it all out as it is. Right. But um, Dougie was just explaining how, how it came about, the documentary. Do you, do you want to add a, a little bit into that? Yeah, I mean, I mean, before I even met Dougie, it was of interest to me uh, to do something surrounding the travelling community. Uh, growing up, I've seen the discrimination they face. Not all travellers are the same, but they seem to get tarred with the same brush uh, from the bad apples that play up within the culture. So it was my chance to kind of highlight the issues that everyone seems to talk about, but no one seems to want to do anything about. So for me, it was a great chance to do something that was real, that was authentic, and with a, a travelling family 
somebody that has a great heritage throughout the UK. Fabulous. And Dean, are you in this documentary as well? I am, yeah. What was that like to be in it? It's normal, it's every day, because we didn't have to watch about anything we'd done in there. Everything you've seen was as real as it gets. I mean, look, it's only going to feel strange if it's if you're in there and you're trying to watch something. And, you know, for us, it was just everyday life of being filmed. So what was in the documentary is what we do on a day-to-day. -day. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It wasn't nothing kind of... felt comfortable around the cameras. Yeah, there was nothing, because we're not, we're not changing anything we're actually doing a day-to-day, -day, eating out. Sitting on the site, sitting with family, having a drink, having a crack, messing about boxing. You know, we always shadow box each other, give each other a slide. Anyway, so, <laughs> you know what I mean? That's perfect. A little bit. No, but it's just, so it was nothing kind of new, and obviously, the likes of Tony himself, obviously, <coughs> doing the film, and Tony's been around the travelling community as well. So we kind of, it wasn't a way for Tony either. Do you know what I mean? And we had the cracking, and that was it. When it's Tony. Yeah, I mean, I can relate to a lot of the issues that the, the travelling community face. I mean, I've seen firsthand the way some of the families um, are treated, and whether it's within the criminal justice system within the UK or whether it's out in the local community, there just seems to be that stigma uh, that travellers should be treated a certain way, and we, we've highlighted that in the series with things like the signs that are left outside of pubs saying no travellers allowed, and it's, it's, it's unacceptable in today's society as far as I'm it still happens. It still goes on, and this is, this is, well, this is part of the reason why we wanted to do it. Put a big campaign out there, do you remember? CLM travel alive, what happened? Put a big campaign and they're trying to go into like golden places and say no, no travellers allowed. Yeah, because one traveller's had a fight in the establishment, they then label all travellers bad. But then if you were to put a sign out the front saying no blacks allowed, no gays allowed, there would be uproar. But for some reason in England, it's still accepted within the travelling community. It's almost like they've got a separate way to be treated completely from normal society and this is why we felt it was time to highlight this issue now with the Black Lives Matter campaign and other similar um, organisations trying to highlight discrimination across different cultures um, and people from abroad and people from different backgrounds it, we felt it, this is the right time uh, it's time that the travelling community had equal rights uh, and it's time that we highlighted the issues that need to be highlighted we've seen, I won't name the names but we've seen the, the past programs that have been put onto mainstream television and in my view it was almost made comedic uh, uh, and painted the travellers to be almost something that they're not. We all know you're on about there, Tony. Sham, sham, sham. No, but Tony's done a great job. Tony's, um, listen, done better than what I thought he could do. And the man's stuck by surprise. He's spoke very well about my family, the travelling, the community. He's been around us a long, long enough now to see what's going on. And I can't wait for the documentary to come out because it's going to show us in a different light. Yeah, and then people can criticise it, look at it, but what you see there is the facts, it's the truth. There's no lies, there's no one trying to be something that they're not. That's yeah, my everyday yeah. life, and the people that you got to meet, that's their everyday life. And people are speaking how they want to speak. And Tony's yeah. got to see all that and got to, you know I mean? he's got a good few stories there. Which is not finished, he's got a little bit more to do, but that'll be the finishing touch for the 3D Fight Club this when, weekend. Yeah. Tony, we felt that'd be a, yeah. great, a great way to close it out. Close off the full Tony, when's it likely to be due out? What's that, sorry? When is the documentary likely to be due out? This is what everyone so wants to know, Tony. All we're waiting for now is the... We wasn't initially going to have the any of the fight footage involved, but after seeing what we've done so far, we felt it would just be a great way to wrap up the documentary. So we've edited up to what we've got now. Um, so we're probably looking at another week or so after this weekend to get it done. Uh, we're currently in talks with some very high-profile streaming sites. Uh, I'm actually sitting on my bed now with my pen and pad uh, creating the draft for 
of the script deck, uh, which is what is sent over uh, to the streaming sites to try and pitch the idea. Uh, they are very, very interested. Uh, I think what's very important to note is that there's been a lot of comments over social media when we've released the trailer that people think that the Joyce family are going to make themselves look like a joke. They're going to they're gonna do something to make themselves look silly towards the rest of the travelling community. And this is predominantly from people that either don't like the Joyce family or don't know them. For the ones that do, they know the history of the Joyce family and they are well respected within their community in Manchester. What I will say is this, whether you like the Joyce family or not, this documentary affects you if you are a member of the traveling community. You don't have to have any contact or relationship or any anything to do with the Joyce family for this to directly impact the way you live. We are now highlighting issues that have gone untold for the last 40, 50, 60 years plus, and now we're bringing it into the light for the first time ever on British television. I can't wait. Wow. Well done. Yeah. So what did you? Nice off of that, Tony. Well said. What did, <laughs> what did you guys want to get out of the documentary? Um, to you know be honest with you, it's just I don't know, just everyone to see like we're not that bad of people. Do you know what I mean? We're not we're not what people's portrayed to be, and people try to put us down as thieves, scumbags, bullies, uh, extortionists. Just all like all the same old shit. But the thing is, we are what we are. We're family people. We're reared up to defend ourselves, look after ourselves, and treat your mother and father with respect. And that's exactly the way we are. Same as any other person that's got respect and brought up the right way by the mother and father. Like, do you know what I mean? We're no different from anybody else. What, because we're travellers and you're a gorgeous country people and they're from that country. And that. Everyone's got morals. Does everyone love the mother yeah. and father? Yes, 100%. Does everyone love the brothers and sisters? Not everybody, but yeah, you know. Someone who I can't stand. But anyways, yeah. <laughs> but we're still there for our family. Family's number one. And that's anyone yeah. with a good heart, proper people with proper morals. Yes. Yeah is there to look after everybody so we're just telling our part and i think that the what's most shocking is that if you were to get just just for example you got a gay person he went and murdered someone would the would the whole community then treat every gay person different if a black person was to go and kill someone does that mean all black people are bad if a catholic person was to go and murder does that mean all catholic people are, do you know what i mean for some reason the traveling community because of certain bad apples and from from actions that they undertake the whole community is punished and it's, it's not right and it needs to be highlighted do you know what it is as well though you see the way that we settle issues in the traveling community we settle issues for them yeah. So 20 years ago, we was classed as barbaric people for doing that. Now, now where was it? Uh, like we've, we've gone, we've gone that forward, right? We've just set up the 3D fight clubs, so now it's become this biggest thing. To us, it's an everyday culture. It's been slandered for years, made us barbaric, but it's very rare. It does happen, but it's rare that we're running around the streets shooting people, stabbing people, mm. making threats with weapons and stuff like that. It's, no, do you understand what I'm saying? It's only now we've evolved in 2022. Our culture is only still being respected, but we still get slandered for it. But yeah, yeah. people and self organizations. Look at what the, the look, look what the travelers are doing, yeah, and look how far we've come. Travelers is the heavyweight champion of the world. Yeah, look at Billy Joe yeah. Saunders, look at Tyson yeah, Fury. Yeah. And they still don't get the same respect as Anthony Joshua. Mm. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Don't get all these and we are still we're coming when you knock us back that way, we'll still come around with another avenue. That's the way yeah. we've been reared, yeah. And look at what we've done and what we're doing, which was trying to get on with our lives, better our lives it's and like be there and rear going our back children. to Bernal because boxing it's the fastest growing sport in the UK that's come yeah. from our culture. But we're still yeah. slandered for doing it, but yeah, it's all over the tellers now and it's great. Yeah. Do you understand what I mean? Well do you know what, yeah? Why don't the boys get a medal for being the heavyweight champion of the world? 
Why didn't he get a medal? Why didn't he get treated? Didn't yeah, Andy he... Joshua get to meet the Queen? Didn't I? Yeah. Why is Tyson not met the Queen? What, because he's a traveller? Do you know what I mean? There's obviously something there, isn't there? Tyson's fights are some of the most mind blowing <laughs> fights I've ever seen when he did that thing when he resurrected from the... Brilliant, wasn't it? Well, I can't see, if you were, were to travel, mate, he'd be outside Buckingham Palace, getting his MB. Yeah. Listen, hey, you might get him in there soon. All you got to do is put his golf as Archie suit on, and the shoes, and he's in. <laughs> yeah. Here's a message from our sponsor. So does anyone fancy a free case of beer, craft beer, that is, from Beer 52? Last thing you need, Jen, you are always late for work after you're drinking beer. (laughs) (laughs) That's eight delicious craft beers from some of the best breweries on the planet. So simply head over to beer52.com forward slash Sean. S-H-A-U-N. If you didn't know. All you got to do is then pay the free £5.95 postage. Nothing. Peanuts. Peanuts. In fact, they send some snacks with them. You may get some peanuts. So every month, Beer 52 send a new case with a different theme. From various parts of the world, too. What parts of the world do you prefer your beers from, Jen? Ah, I guess... Oh, God, where... (laughs) Where's a good part of the world? I imagine you're a German. German. I knew you were going to say German. (laughs) Is that that because of the strength? Yeah, and the taste. (laughs) (laughs) Members have tasted beers from 40 different countries spanning five continents. Jen has tried them all, (laughs) and she's had brands from Mars as well. (laughs) You also get a magazine which delves into the theme, beer and producers. Do you contribute to that magazine, Jen? No, no, I haven't read it yet. No, I'm happy to. (laughs) You also get two free snacks. Yum. You can choose a case of light beer only or a mixture of dark and light. Do you prefer light or dark? I like my beer like I like my men. (laughs) Weak. Weak? (laughs) There is no minimum commitment. You can pause or cancel any time. So don't forget that's beer52.com forward slash Sean. S-H-A-U-N. And all you've got to do is pay the piddly £5.95 postage. And claim your free case of beer now. Yes, get on it. Thank you for supporting our sponsors. It's very important for the podcast production. And the links, as usual, are in the description box below this video. So, so Tony, we'll get the credit that we do Tony you, you've talked about this discrimination then. Yeah. Are you getting blowback from these people who have got the discrimination? Are you getting, you know, people saying what you're doing and things like that? No, not 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 necessarily in that respect. I think it's it's more from the ankle. And I mean, this is this is speaking from what I've seen outside of the box. Now, from from me growing up, I used to associate fairgrounds or travelling fairs with travellers, and then soon after we started to associate the travellers that would pull onto land illegally with bad things that happened within the community, with local thefts, um, other other violent offences within the community. But what people don't understand is that a few people's poor decisions do not define an entire culture. And I mean, the research I've done, I'm going back to Christopher Columbus. Did you know that Christopher Columbus, when he when he discovered America, had four gypsies on the boat? This is the history of the travelling community. The word gypsy came from the word Egyptian. This is how far 
Minority, not the majority. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So most definitely. It's good and bad in every nationality, in every culture. Of course, of course. It's, it's, it's bad apples in every, in every which way. Well, for example, Tony, look at that comedian said the other day. Which one? Do you know if he was a the comedian? What's his name? Um, he said about the Jews and then about all the troubles getting killed, all the gypsies. Um, what's his name? Oh, Jimmy Carr. Jimmy Carr, do you yeah. remember? Yeah, he said that the other day. Yeah, he's had a lot of flack from it. But then, what, do you know what I mean? What was the exact words he said? No, to let's me? not repeat them. Yeah? Because we'll, we'll get in trouble for saying it. Yeah, yeah, because we're saying what he said, and we'll get the same trouble. But you just can't say what I said, I'm not talking about No, it doesn't matter. It's artificial intelligence. You know what? Keep it quiet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm seeing my YouTube channel no, 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 get deleted again. <laughs> deleted twice. Chrissy was talking about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I gotta be careful. Yeah. <laughs> it's higher. Yeah. Well, be careful if you want to have your one on one next to 3D fight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. Sean's on a call out. Oh, these, these guys have, have um, goaded me oh, into. into... <laughs> no, no, he's not. He's not a call. He's not a. Totally, he's not a call out. Yeah. He wants to fight him on the next 3D fight. I challenged him last year, Tony, and he refused. Who? To fight who? He refused last year. Oh, he's gonna fight his way out of a paper bag, mate. <laughs> <laughs> he's, a, he's a boxer with MTK Global now, isn't he, or something? Yeah, good luck to him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good yeah. luck to him. Well, listen, keep your animosity, you're that strong, keep the same energy and take it to the ring. Exactly. Take your ring, glove fight, we'll, we'll, Me and Dean will uh, look after you. Yeah, we'll get us, <laughs> look at you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in Surrey though, that's the problem. You're like a giraffe, Sean, all you'd have to do is hit him with them arms, you wouldn't be able to kick within six feet. I know, I've got, I've got a good reach, but I've got really long legs, that's why I want to be kickboxing. Just roundhouse him oh, in the I chin. Listen, as I always say, if it's for a good cause, why not? Yeah, totally. Totally. So, so, um, what, what's your next project, Tony? Uh, we've got quite a few projects in the works. We're obviously finishing off the Joyce documentary. Uh, after that, it's going to be the Aaron Lambo documentary, which is surrounding the building of a multi-million-pound empire in the supplement business, one of the largest supplement uh, companies in the world and also the UK. That's been filmed across four countries: Colombia, Spain, the UK, and Marbella. Um, that is just going to be. It is what it says. It is mental. The way he lives is mental. It's like nothing I've ever experienced before. Um, so I'm really excited for that project to come out. And then after that, I will be travelling over to the United States, to Los Angeles, uh, with my good friend Danny Mountain, and we will be undertaking a documentary surrounding Are you forgetting someone else industry. there, Tony? What's that? Are you forgetting someone else there, Tony? Who's that? Oh, you don't know who's flying over there to America, would you? Oh, yeah, Dougie's coming with me. Oh, that's <laughs> hey, he's trying to keep that one on the fucking wrap, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Which state are you going? Yeah. Uh, we'll go with, well, we haven't, we haven't, we haven't let it out yet, but... Uh, and then we're going to drive up to Las Vegas. Vegas. We've got a meeting in Las Vegas. Oh, Vegas. You've been Vegas before? I've never been. I got married. I've always wanted to get married in the 
I got married oh, at the sure little white chapel uh, of Las Vegas Strip. Yeah. yeah. You will find me and Dougie down some dark alley in a very terrible state, no doubt. <laughs> hey, but like Hangover. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Dean on the other side with hey, suffocators with roof, uh, roofies. <laughs> <laughs> I was there for the turn of the millennium as well. It was, oh, it was crazy. Have you been to America before? Listen, no, 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 I would not get on a plane with you to the United States, Sean, if you paid me. <laughs> I'm banned for life. I'd end up banged up, FBI, CIA, they'd all be taking us off the plane. I've got some friends who could show you around, though. Oh, I'll bet they could. <laughs> yeah, oh, you'll have a blast, man. No, I do. I love America. I've been three times before, so I've, I've only done Florida. Um, so this will be my first time in Los Angeles and Las Vegas. So, out of all the families to pick for this documentary, why did you pick the Joyce family? Why not? I mean, if you look at the travelling families across Britain, there are some great, great traveller families. For me, it was picking one that was unique in a way. The Joyces have a great fighting history, whether it's from Big Joe Joyce all the way down to Dougie Joyce and his family. They, they've got an extremely good history with, with fighting, and we really wanted to highlight that because the fighting heritage of the traveling community is, is ingrained. It's part of it. You, you couldn't possibly do a documentary about the traveling community without featuring the bare knuckle fighting. It's a part of who they are um, and has been for, for many, many years. So what, what, what better family could you ask for? I mean, Dougie's mum and dad, two of the most amazing people I've ever met. His brother, Johnny, Dean, um, his younger brothers, even down to the little twins um, and his sisters, they're all just absolutely amazing. If it wasn't for them, and, I, and I'm not just saying this, I think any other family couldn't quite have brought the documentary to life in the way that the Joyce family have. And I just hope that the entire traveling community benefits from what we've done. I'm sure they will. Oh, that's brilliant, man. Well, Tony, I'm going to put all your links in the description box for people to come and check out the trailer. Yeah. And, 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 you know, your channels where you're going to be broadcasting this stuff. So thank you. No problem at all. For, make, for making amends for the um, echoing live stream the other night. Yes, I was scuba diving and doing uh, live videos. Alright, brother, I'll speak to you later. Nice one, mate. I'll speak to you also. Alright, I've just got one uh, final question for, for Dean then. Um, do you want to let the viewers know how the training is going for the Decker Heggy fight with you? Training's going great for Decker. You don't really have to train for Decker because they got to do. <laughs> it's hard to train for a big stiff. I can't really swing. Don't get me wrong, he's a tough beast, but when I say beast, he's exactly what he is, a beast. So obviously, for training for me with Decker, it's nothing. I'm not killing myself to do what I do to a day-to-day, because -day, I know my ability. And that's what I say with Decker. What's going to happen to you? You're going to get beat on ability, and mentally I'm going to break you down because you're the dick. The issue is with me and Decker, the reason he can't challenge me back and sort of shit, because I'm stating facts. I'm stating facts about him, and I'm everything I said I'm going to back up, so he's going to see on the day. So stop trying to make his flag claims and everything else. Personally, I'm going to say this openly, do not pull the fight, because if you do, I'm going to land on you. It's as simple as that. I don't really want to get into him and give him exposure to the platform, because I'm, I'm off every day anyway, he is what he is. <laughs> you know, there's nothing more, I'm not going to beat around the bush about it. At the end of the day, he is what he is, he betrayed us, and now it's on him. And he's, there's no two ways about it. At the end of the day, he's in the gym now, yet. <laughs> he said learning new skills, mate. I'll <laughs> he said he's learning new skills for me. You're gonna take longer than fucking six months. I thought he was doing some tap and ballet in the ring or something with some fucking. I don't yeah, even I don't know, know what it was. This fight here is gonna go fucking boring. It's gonna be a who's, who's, who's his fair play, man? Gonna be. I don't are know you, what you're are you, about, Mike. Are you his, I'm his fair play, man. Yeah. 
Oh, you don't know Decker's club? Decker, it would have been, been Jimmy Savile if it was alive. It would have been Jimmy Savile if it was alive, wouldn't it? Didn't he say it was going to be his dad or someone? I hope not. I didn't want another one. Oh, shit. Oh, I threw it all over him. It is what it is. Like, I'm not going to beat around the bus because he betrayed us. And we said to him at the start, he straight with us. He was asked and he betrayed us. I'm not sitting. The problem you got with him is one minute's coming out. I know Dean's a fighting man and I know he's going to turn up and I'm not underestimating him. And the next minute, yeah, the next minute I broke his heart on it, but he ain't got an heart. He's an asshole. I mean, what, you know, I'm not even going to get into him, but then next minute he's screaming down the phone. No matter which way he does, it's not going to change anything because I'm going to batter him. And after I batter him, he's still going to be. All right, fellas. So we'll just leave it there. Thanks, fellas. So, just in conclusion, then, people are watching this. Uh, 3D Fight Club is just days away. Do you want to just tell the viewers, you know, why they should, you know? 19th of March, pay per view card. Big first biggest event in Manchester for BKB Boxing, presented by me, Dougie Joyce. Have your say, cuz. Yeah, anyone who wants to purchase uh, tickets, it's on the Instagram page, uh, the QR code. Um, but you can go straight directly to www.3dfightclub.co.uk. Pay per view on their tickets, tables, everything. Everything's going quick. Um, that was it. The boxes, they're all they're all done in now. And the tickets, there's plenty of tickets left. And you can also buy tickets on the door. So it's down to yourself what way you want to go. But four days to go, it's going to be a big event. Do not miss out. All right, sweet fellas, thanks very much. Thanks yeah, very cheers, much, yeah, cheers, yeah, cheers, yeah, cheers, yeah. Yeah. for that. I'll definitely be training in yeah. the gym. Yeah. So you can see it. Deco, keep your dick in your pants. We're coming for you. We're not all back. That's a wrap. <laughs> oh, man, let's just... Here at Boomer and Jen... We offer a wide range of organic or recycled clothing. We all know our planet is important. We only have this one. So it's vital that we all work together to slow down and reverse the changes to the environment. Whilst we all know that big industry are having a significant effect on pollution, here at Boomer and Gen, we believe that if we all make small changes, we can do our part. Fast fashion causes detrimental effects to the planet. Not only is nearly 20% of global wastewater produced by the fast fashion industry, but there is a considerable amount of fast fashion ending up in landfill. So let's move away from fast fashion items that are only worn once or twice and start wearing extremely comfortable, durable and environmentally friendly clothing and ethical jewellery. Boomer and Jen was founded in a quiet town in Devon in 2018. It has now gone from strength to strength as the world is becoming more aware of the current climate situation, helping our customers to buy sustainable, quality clothing. All of our products are fair trade and registered with the Global Organic Textiles Standard Association. Check us out on Organic Cotton Clothing dot co dot uk